one. The Dort defenders and Dakota Wesleyan Tigers. Men's basketball setting get, uh, getting set to play here at the Corn Palace. Dort victorious in the first meeting of these two. And my notes in this one, Dakota Wesleyan enters. 9-11 overall, 6-7 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Tigers had won three in a row before a six-point loss to Doan on January 22. Wesleyan's outscoring teams 68-66. They out-rebound teams 33-29. They're converting 45% of their field goals, and they're taking over 40% of their shots from the three-point line. Colin Oppold scores 12.6 points per game with 7.3 rebounds. Jeffrey Schock adds 10.7 points per game. Nick Whitler is at 10.2 points per game with a team-high 38 made three-point shots. Mason Larson adds 9.9 .9 points per game. Ace Zor comes off of the bench to score 6.9. The defenders are 6-6 six six in the GPAC, 14-7 overall. They stopped a three-game losing skid with a 77-63 win over Midland on Saturday. Bryce Kopic leads the defenders with 18.1 points per game, four rebounds. He's made 38 three-point shots this season. Cade Bleeker has scored 12.7 points per game with 4.5 rebounds. He's making 51% of his field goals and leads the team with 42 made three-point shots and 40.4% success. Luke Rankin is good for 10.5 points per game with five assists. Jackson Lusher has an 8.1 points per game average with 63% field goal shooting. Doan beat Dakota Wesleyan on Saturday 58-52 after leading 24-23 at halftime. Shuck scored 13 points in the losing effort. Dort beat Midland 77-63 behind a balanced scoring attack. Bryce Kopick and Jackson Lusher scored 14 points each. Rankin, Bleeker, and came to Belis at 13 points apiece. These two teams met back on December the 11th. Dort beat Dakota Wesleyan 72-58 after leading 32-23 at halftime. Bryce Kopick had 20. Kate Bleeker and Luke Rankin had 14 and 12. Dort had a 40-26 rebounding advantage. Mason Larson led the Tigers with 18, while Whitler had 17. Here's your starting lineup for today's contest. First of all, for the Dort defenders, they will be without the services of Jacob Viss. Jacob in street clothes this evening. Good news is no sling present, so hopefully some progress being made with that injury that he suffered. It'll be two weeks ago this coming Saturday. Luke Rankin will start for the defenders. He's a 5'10 freshman from Grimes, Iowa, averaging 10.5 points per game. Bryce Kopick is a 5'11 sophomore from Hay Warden, Iowa, averaging 18.1 points per game. He wears number two. Number three is Cade Bleeker, a 6'5 junior from Sioux Center, averaging 12.7 points per game. Jackson Lusher is a 6'3 sophomore from Paulina, Iowa, averaging 8.1 points per game. And Camden Belis is a 6'9 junior from Parker, South Dakota. He's averaging 5.9 points per game. For the defenders, uh, pardon me, for the Tigers, it'll be number one, Colin Oppold, a 6'4 senior from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, averaging 12.6 points per game. Number two is Tegan Evers, a 6'5 sophomore from Huron, South Dakota, averaging seven points per game. Number four is Nick Whitler, a 6'2 sophomore from Oneida, South Dakota, averaging 10.2 points per game. Number 13 is Jeffrey Shuck, a 6'5 senior from Dell Rapids, South Dakota, averaging 10.7 points per game. And Mason Larson is a 6'7 senior from Langford, South Dakota, 
averaging 9.9 points per game. The defenders are in their black jerseys, yellow numbers trimmed in white. Dakota Wesleyan in their baby blues with Wesleyan across the front in script. And uh, they have white lettering, white numbers, and they are trimmed in red. We are set for basketball. Camden Bielas to jump it up. It's one out by Dakota Wesleyan, and we are underway. Jeffrey Shuck has the basketball. Shuck passes it off right side with it on the wing. Shuck with the basketball, gives it up left side. Now Whitler, Whitler with it. Whitler gives it up Oppold. Oppold spins it back outside. Evers, Evers back to Oppold. 15 to shoot. Working against Lusher, tries to pass out of the double team. It's tapped away by Belas. Coming up the floor with it is Rankin. He goes right side. This is Kopik. Kopik on the right wing beyond the three-point line. Gives it back to Belas. Belas, Kopik. Kopik tries to lob it up, and it's deflected out and picked off by Mason Larson. Mason Larson gives it up to Whitler. Whitler with a basketball. Whitler goes down low to Shuck. Shuck underneath. Shuck, two-point basket. Good. Dakota Wesleyan with a 2-0 lead into the front court with it is Rankin. Rankin Belis reverses over to Lusher on the left wing. Lusher with the basketball. Right side spins into the lane. Tries to force up the little hook shot. And Jackson Lusher with a two-point bucket. It's tied 2-2. How many times this season has Jackson Lusher Scored the first two points of the game for the defender. Seems like that's been a regular occurrence here as of late. Colin Oppel trying to feed it underneath. Led Nick Whitler just a little bit too far underneath the basket on the far end. It'll be Dort basketball. So Dort with the basketball coming back the other way. Luke Rankin. Rankin, the freshman from Grimes, Iowa. He's got it out front. Goes to Cade Bleeker. Bleeker to Lusher. Lusher with the basketball. Lusher to Belis. Back to Jackson. Jackson at the free throw line. Comes back outside to Rankin, Rankin, Kopik, Kopik driving in, lost the handle, picks it up, throws it up front for Rankin. Rankin with the basketball, seven to shoot. Luke, 15-footer off balance, cash. Luke Rankin with a two-point bucket, and the Dort defender lead is four to two. Into the front court with it is Whitler. Whitler, a 6'2 sophomore, might be generous on the 6'2 front, comes out front, left wing with the basketball. They go back over to Larson, Larson with it. Larson goes right side back over to Shuck. Shuck, left side to Evers. Evers to Larson. Larson guarded by Bleeker. Larson in the lane. His hook shot hangs on the rim. Won't fall through. Rebound cleared by the defenders and Kopik. Kopik gets the outlet pass. He's got her on the right side. Gives it up to Lusher. Lusher back over to Bleeker. Bleeker on the wing. Bleeker looks for Belas. Gives it to Belas. Belas back over to Bleeker at the top of the key. Right side Kopik. Kopik on the wing. Kopik with it, 14 to shoot, sheds his defender, puts it up off of the glass, 10-footer is good. Bryce Kopik with a two-point bucket, Dort leads 6-2. Six, Six unanswered by the defenders to start this evening's contest. So Dort out in front, 6-2, Colin Oppold, Oppold right side, Evers. Tegan Evers gives it up, now gets the return pass, Oppold, Oppold three, and he drops that one through. Colin Oppold with the three-point bucket, the Sioux Falls, South Dakota native. Rankin back over to Bleeker on the left wing, well beyond the three-point line. Cade with it, right side, Lusher, Lusher. Rankin, Rankin, Belas back to Rankin. Rankin, two players around him, feeds it back over to Belas. Belas shot no good, but he is fouled. Camden will go to the free throw line where he will shoot two free throws. With 16.52 left to play here in the first half. Sidort with a 6-2 advantage. First one halfway down pops back out for the junior from Parker, South Dakota. 
So this one getting started just a shade before 8 o'clock. Belis, another free throw. That one's up and good. So Camden Belis makes one of two. The defenders lead it 7-5. to five. With the basketball, Sawyer Schultz. Schultz checked into the ballgame at the last break. Give it down low. Working his way in is Shuck. Shuck back to the basket. Right-handed hook shot. Missed it. No good. Rebound taken away by Kopik. Bryce with the basketball. The sophomore from Haywarden. The West Sioux graduate. Comes back over to Lusher. Lusher to Bleeker. Bleeker, Belis, Belis. Back to Lusher. Lusher on the left side. Jackson backs out beyond the three-point line. Going to get a running start at Jeff Shuck. Nothing there. Bleeker well out on the floor. Ten to shoot. Comes back to Rankin. Rankin gets away from his defender for a moment. Now puts up an off-balance 17-footer. It's good. Luke Rankin with a two-point bucket. He's got four, and the Dort lead is 9-5. to 9-5, our score. Rankin averaging 10.5 points per game. Four minutes into this one, three-pointer off the mark, no good. Rebound, though, taken away on the weak side by Evers. He crawled the back of Rankin to get that one. Now the ball bounces off of the floor after the missed shot. Kickout pass, Oppold, shot no good. Rebound taken away by Belis. Camden with the basketball, gives it up to Lusher. Lusher at the free-throw line, goes back right side over to Kopik. Kopik at the top of the key. Kopik back out, comes back out front. Bleeker, Bleeker with the basketball. Bleeker with it. Bleeker goes back over to Kopik. Kopik on the right side. Kopik lost the dribble, picks it up, back over to Lusher. Ten to shoot. Jackson driving in. Collision, and Lusher is fouled on the play. Jackson Lusher will go to the free throw line. He will shoot two free throw, uh, shoot a free throw as he made the basket. They whistle the foul on the player who is on the floor. That's going to go on Jeff Shuck. It's foul number one on Shuck. And Shuck impeded Jackson Lusher with that shot. So Jackson Lusher with four points, shooting for his fifth here. And Jackson knocks it down. Jackson gives Doherty a seven-point lead. Wesleyan crowd commenting that he was on the floor. Yep, he was, and that's why he was called for the foul. On the left-hand side is Sawyer Schultz. Schultz for the pull-up. Dort leads it 12-7. Schultz hits the 10-footer. With the basketball is Bleeker. Bleeker with it. Bleeker spins it back over to Lusher. Lusher driving in and another foul. This one's going to go against Teagan Evers. That's foul number one on him. Team foul number three on Wesleyan. Dort will inbound the basketball. Rankin will throw it in. And Dort gets the ball inbounded to Kopik. Kopik has it on the wing. Bryce will drive in, floats it up with the right hand. Good. Bryce Kopik with his second field goal. And the Dort lead is 14-7. What's Dort? What Dort is doing, it seems, on with Kopik at least, they have a bit of a mismatch in terms of quickness. Mason Larson, a three from the right wing. And Mason Larson with his first basket, right wing three. And the Dort lead is 14-10. Kopik isolating on the right side against Larson, able to get around him. And he's gotten some shots at the rim. Wesleyan will see if they adjust and bring some help. Kopik back over to Bleeker. Bleeker with it on the left side against Colin Oppold. And Bleeker's going to be called for dribbling on the end line out of bounds. It'll be Wesleyan basketball. Checking into the contest will be Caleb Harmson. Also checking in Josh Baher. Checking out of the game, Lusher and Belis. 
14-10, Dort with a four-point lead, 14-10 remaining here in the first half. Defenders on defense, Oppold passes left side, Schultz. Schultz drops it off, down low for Shuck. Shuck working against Baher with a left hand, and that's a tough shot. Shuck gets it with the left-hander off of the glass, and Wesleyan has cut the lead to two, 14 to 12. Out front with a basketball, Kopik. Kopik goes to Harmson, Harmson back to Baher, Baher on the elbow. Baher back to Kopik, Kopik fading away, right wing three, no good, and the rebound is cleared by Sawyer Schultz. Schultz with the basketball. Schultz goes left side, comes back over to Colin Oppold, Oppold right side. Oppold working against Kopik, and Oppold off the glass, good. Colin Oppold with five points, and we're tied 14 to 14. Rankin to Bleeker, 13-13 remaining in the half. Baher on the right elbow. Back to the basket, shovels it off to Bleeker, gives it back right side to Rankin. Rankin back to Kopik, Kopik, Bleeker, Bleeker with it. Bleeker comes back over to Harmson, Harmson to Kopik. Kopik out front, working against Whitler. Kopik will pull the trigger on a three, misses no good. And the rebound is controlled by Dakota Wesleyan. Sawyer Schultz, they give it up to Oppold, Oppold to Harmson. They dump it off underneath and an easy two-point bucket for Jeff Shuck. And Dakota Wesleyan has responded to the early run by the defenders. They've outscored Dort 11-2 since it was 12-5. Kopik goes right side, Bleeker, Bleeker to Rankin. Rankin over the basketball, 12-20 remaining. Rankin, shot, no good off the back iron. Rebound controlled by Wesleyan. Wesleyan with the basketball, Schultz. Schultz right side to Oppold. Oppold with it. Oppold squares up, puts it off of the glass, left it short, no good, and the rebound taken away by Baher. Baher with the basketball, Rankin. Rankin into the front court. Stops, gives to Baher, back to Rankin. Rankin at the free throw line, back to Baher. Baher misses on the layup attempt. Might have been able to dunk it. Too strong off of the glass. Everything but the finish, and the Dort defenders give it up on the missed shot. Right side with it, Dakota Wesleyan, and we have a travel violation called on Dakota Wesleyan and Jeffrey Schuck. So Dort will get the basketball back after the turnover. So the defenders... Dort with the basketball, Harmson on the right side. He gives to Trey Hynode. Hynode at the free throw line. Dort down to 11.30 remaining in the half. Baher with it on the wing. Comes back to Bleeker. Bleeker in the lane, and Cade's going to be called for a travel. So Cade Bleeker whistled for the travel violation. Occupying the Dakota Wesleyan bench, Matt Wilbur, longtime head coach. They'd been through a few, and then uh, he kind of settled in here, had a great amount of success about seven and eight years ago. Ball deflected into the backcourt, out of bounds, last touched by Dort. It'll be Wesleyan basketball. Team, this team, so much different than previous teams as... Previous teams, fast pace, they'd put it up, 
fortunate to hold them to under 85, especially here at the Corn Palace. Pass goes underneath, and East Zor free for the two-point bucket, and Wesleyan is on an 11-0 run. Dort was up 14-7. It's now 18-14. Wesleyan in front by four. This timeout is brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more after this. This is Dort Basketball on the Dort Media Network. Special thanks to the following Dort Media Network live stream broadcast sponsors. Vision Realty. Whether you're looking to buy or want to sell, we would love to hear from you. Vision Realty. And brought to you by Furniture Mart. Find furniture, mattresses, flooring, paint, window treatments at your local Furniture Mart, family-owned and located downtown Sioux Center. And today's broadcast sponsored by Ploim Publishing. Quality printing from design to delivery. And sponsored by Orange City Area Health System. Offering safe, skilled, and essential services for every season of life, from fertility and birth care to family medicine, surgical services, and senior care. A lifetime of care starts at Orange City Area Health System. Dort with a four-point lead. A deficit, I should say. Beg your pardon. Nine minutes gone in this one. Dort trailing by four. This is going to be a battle. High note with it at the free throw line. Trey, backdoor cut, gives it up. Harmson finishes at the rim, and Caleb is fouled on the play. Caleb Harmson will go to the free throw line for the three-point play opportunity. And the Dort defenders lead a trail by two, pending a free throw by the lone senior on the Dort roster. Glad to have you along with me on this Wednesday evening. Well, not your typical January night in Mitchell, South Dakota. Normally come here mid-January. Free throw rattles and falls through for Harmson. It is ice cold most times here out on the plains. Today, rather pleasant. I think we were right at freezing. Left side pass, it goes to Schultz. Schultz at the free throw line and a touch foul called. Trey Hynote is going to be called for a personal foul. Every once in a while one of those comes out, so a reach-in foul whistled. Three-pointer no good, one and done, and here come the defenders. Right side with it is Bleeker. Bleeker with the basketball. Bleeker throw it over to Belis. Belis with the basketball. Belis baseline jumper, uh, baseline hook shot. Good. Camden Belis with three. Dort leads it 19 to 18. 19 18 hour score with the basketball. They dump it down low to Ace Zor. Zor instant offense off of the bench. Shot no good though. Rebound cleared by the defenders and Belis. Belis with the basketball. Rankin. Rankin with the basketball into the corner, high note, high note, ball fake, nothing there. Comes back over to Rankin, Rankin, Bleeker, Bleeker right side to Harmson. Harmson with the basketball, Harmson at the free throw line. Harmson looking, goes to high note, high note, dump it underneath Bleeker, and Bleeker's fouled on the play. Foul's going to go on Nick Whitler. Whitler whistled for foul number one. So the Dort defenders will inbound the basketball. That is team foul number five against Wesleyan. 
Inbounding the basketball will be Rankin. Rankin looking. Rankin gets it in to Fairclaw. Fairclaw back over to Hynote. Hynote with it. Hynote down to the baseline. Hynote back over to Caleb. Caleb Harmson into the lane. Tries to finish. Shot no good, but there for the rebound and the putback is Belas. But a foul called before the putback, and Caleb Harmson will go to the free throw line to shoot two. Harmson with three. Well, that's one where you'd love to decline the penalty and take the slam dunk by Belas. See if Caleb can knock down a couple of the free throws. First one is good. He's an 80% free throw shooter. The senior from Rock Rapids. Second free throw on the way for Harmson is up and good. So Caleb makes them both. It's 21-18. Harmson with five off of the bench. Right side with the basketball is Whitler. Whitler feeds it underneath Zor. Zor with the right hand and ace Zor with four points. Dort leads 21 to 20. Fairclaw with it, and Fairclaw is going to be called for traveling. So a travel violation whistled against Ben Fairclaw. Fairclaw, the freshman from Perth, Australia. With the basketball, this is Sawyer Schultz. Schultz picks up his dribble, passes back over to Oppold. Oppold, right wing. Goes back to Whitler. Whitler, Oppold. Oppold for the lead. Missed it. No good. Three-point rebound. Goes out of bounds. Last touch by the Tigers. It'll be Dort basketball. Caleb Harmson with the basketball after the... Ball went out of bounds. They give it underneath to Belis. Belis shot no good, but we have a jump ball called alternating possession. It'll be Dort basketball. So Dort will get it back. And inbounding the basketball. Right side of the lane as we face the hoop. Shot clock is at 15, so they whistle the play dead. Kopik back into the ballgame for the defenders. Trey Hynote inbounding the basketball right side of the lane as we face the hoop. Comes back over to Belis. Belis to Kopik. Kopik underneath to Belis. Belis back to Bryce. Bryce with it out front. Hynote. Hynote with the ball. Hynote back to Harmson. Three to shoot. Fairclaw's going to fire up a shot. And shot clock buzzer goes off. Dort unable to get a shot off. And the defenders with a 21-20 lead will back it up and play the defense. 21-20, Dort down up after trailing earlier 18-14. Trey Hynote gets whistled for a foul away from on the drive. So Trey picks up foul number two. Throwing the ball in, Wesleyan. They get it in over the top to Schultz. Schultz on the right wing. Schultz passes it off to Shuck. Shuck floater, no good. Rebound cleared by Harmson. Caleb with the basketball, gets it ahead to Bryce Kopik. Kopik left side, high note. High note, three, missed it, too strong, no good. Rebound, Fairclaw. Fairclaw comes away with it. And we have... 
What do we have? Uh, looks like Camden Bielus is working on a bloody nose. So Bielus will check out of the ball game. They'll whistle the play dead. Was there a shot? I don't even recall if there was a shot or not. They're going to reset it to 20. So there was a shot. Yeah, Trey Hynote missed that three-pointer, and then they recognized there was blood on Camden Bielas. Baher drives in and misses the short shot. Got around his defensive player that gave him the right-hand drive, but he missed it, and the rebound is cleared by Wesleyan. Schultz with it. Schultz dumps it down low. This is Shuck. Shuck back out front. Larson. Larson three. Good. Mason Larson with six, and the defenders trail 23-21. Kopik to high note. Trey with the basketball. He's from Jefferson, Iowa, the junior. Right side, Kopik. Kopik back to Baher. Baher up with it, and Baher is fouled on the play by Mason Larson. Larson whistled for foul number one. Couple of free throws on the way for Josh Baher. Ace Zor will check into the game. Dort shooting a one and one here. So that's team foul number seven against Dakota Wesleyan here on this Wednesday evening. First free throw by Baher, up and good. So Josh makes the free throw. Another one on the way for Baher. Second free throw off the heel, no good. And the rebound is cleared by Dakota Wesleyan. Wesleyan walks the ball into the front court. They go right side to Whitler. Whitler with it. Whitler. Comes back to Schultz. Schultz, three, no good. Rebound cleared by High Note. High Note over the top, intended for Kopik, and the ball goes out of bounds. Last touch by Dakota Wesleyan. It'll be Dort basketball. Touching the ball was Sawyer Schultz. And Trey High Note will inbound the basketball right side of the lane as we face the hoop. Throwing the ball in is High Note. Gets it in Lusher. Jackson with it out near the uh, the, uh, three-point line on the circle. Goes over to Kopik. Kopik at the top of the key. Bryce with the basketball. 15-footer short, no good. Rebound tipped out of bounds. Last touch by Dakota Wesley, and it'll be Dort basketball. Throwing the ball in will be Hynode again. Right side of the lane as you face the hoop. And the ball inbounded to Baher. Baher on the wing, 6.30 remaining. High note, hangs in the air. Went for the pick and roll, and both players went to the roll, so he finishes at the rim. Trey with his first two points tonight, averaging 4.1 points per game. Dort back in front, 24 to 23. 24-23, and throws it away. They're able to save it, though. Zor gets the basketball back. Dump it down low, Oppold. Oppold against Lusher, off of the glass, good. Colin Oppold with a two-point bucket, he's got seven. And the defenders trail 25-24. Right side, Lusher on the wing. He goes down low to Baher. Baher with it, Baher looking for the backdoor cut, goes to Jackson. 
Lusher in the lane, a little hook shot in the lane, right-hander no good, and the rebound is taken away by Zor. Zor with the outlet pass goes over to Sawyer Schultz. Schultz will walk it into the front court, 5.30 remaining in the first half. With the basketball, Colin Oppold. He'll back his way in against Lusher. Kick out pass, three, top of the key, good for Shuck. Shuck with nine, and the defenders trail 28-24. Wesleyan does rely pretty heavily on the three-point shot. Baher to Kopik. Kopik right side, it goes back to Lusher at the top of the key. Jackson into the lane, and he has fouled on the play. Somebody got him. It's just going to be a matter of who they're going to call it on. That's going to go on Shuck. It's number two on him, and Jackson will go to the free throw line, the sophomore from Paulina. So he'll shoot two free throws. First free throw on the way for Jackson is up and good. Another one on the way for Lusher. Lusher with six points here in the first half. Defenders back to within three, 28 to 25. Second free throw coming for Lusher. Lusher at the free throw line. This one's up and that one's off the rim, no good. Sedort trails 28-25. Wesleyan basketball out front. Nick Whitler with it. Whitler on the right baseline. Whitler to Oppold. Firing outside to Zor. Zor back to Oppold. Oppold against Lusher. Oppold. Pass back to the perimeter. Two to shoot at the shot clock buzzer. No good. Rebound cleared by the defenders in Kopik. Price with the basketball at the top of the key. Bryce back over to Hynote. Hynote gives him a, gets a ball screen. Kopik with it on the wing. Comes back over to Bleeker. Bleeker to Hynote. Hynote with it on the right side. Hynote gives it up. Belas. Belas with it. Dort down three. They bring a double team. Kick out Hynote. Ball fake. Drives into the lane. Straight on. 15 feet. No. Decides against it. Comes back to Bleeker, three to shoot for the defenders. Bleeker fading away, three, got it. Cade Bleeker with the three-point basket, and we're deadlocked at 28. That's the first basket of the night for Cade Bleeker. 3.54 remaining in the first half. Wesleyan basketball, right side. Nothing there for Schultz. Kicks it back to his teammate, and the three for Whitler is good. Wesleyan regains the lead at 31-28 after it was tied 28-all. Right side, Bleeker. Bleeker at the top of the key. Hit a three on the last possession. Picks up his dribble. Right side it goes back over to Hynote. Hynote three. Missed it. No good. And the rebound controlled by Whitler. Whitler will walk it up the floor. Whitler with it on the right side. Gives it to Zor. Zor on the wing. Zor back out front to Schultz. Schultz misses the shot, got free, and convinced sometimes they're so surprised that they get an open look from close range that concentration just wanes a bit. Dort down three, 31-28. Bleeker back over to Lusher. Lusher at the top of the key, gets a running start, gets around. Zor, shot no good, but a foul on the rebound called against the defenders and Camden Belis. That foul goes against Belis. 2.48 left to play in the half. Hey, 
And we have a timeout on the floor charged to the Dort defenders. Timeout, Dort. 2.48 remaining here in the first half. Wesleyan 31, Dort 28. This timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Also brought to you by the Orange City Area Health System, offering safe, skilled, and essential services for every season of life, from fertility and birth care to family medicine, surgical services, and senior care. A lifetime of care starts at Orange City Area Health System. By Wireless World, your local Verizon authorized retailer, seven locations in northwest Iowa. Visit them at wirelessworld.com. By American State Bank, member FDIC, they're proud supporters of Defender Athletics, and by Premier Communications, Northwest Iowa's leading internet provider. Also brought to you by Sioux Center Pizza Ranch, cheering on the defenders with buffet carryout and delivery. And Northside Body Shop, when you expect the very best in repair of your vehicle, call Northside Body Shop today, serving the Sioux Center area since 1955, 712-722-2313. Wesleyan basketball, throw it right side, wing three, and it spins around and falls through. Nick Whitler with his second three, and the defenders trail 34-28. to 28. They give it up on the right elbow to Belas. Belas back to the basket, comes back over to Lusher. Lusher with it, 227 remaining. Cade Bleeker down to the baseline. Bleeker picks up his dribble, comes back to Rankin. Rankin with the ball. Rankin lost the dribble, and it's picked off by Whitler. Whitler with the ball up the floor. Whitler, right side, they dump it into the post, Oppold, Oppold 15 feet from the hoop, squares up, now backs his way in against Lusher, throws it back outside for Drew Cole. Cole into the game at the last break, heat check, three, no good, rebound though, ace Zor, Zor back to Cole, Cole to Oppold, Oppold to Schultz, Schultz floater in the lane, no good, tap, no good, rebound controlled by Kopik. Kopik with the basketball, 140 remaining in, re- in the first half. Bryce with it, goes right side over to Lusher. Lusher with it. Lusher into the lane, and Jackson with a right-handed hook. It's good. Jackson Lusher now with eight by my count. Let's see if the scorekeeper is in agreement with me. Looks like he is. Defenders trail by four, 34 to 30. Right side it goes back over to Whitler. Whitler. Back on the left wing now, gets the return pass. He fires a quick three, and the rebound is cleared by the defenders. 108 remaining. Kopik a little out of control that time. Spun and didn't have a flight plan. Intended for Cade Bleeker on the sideline, and the ball goes out of bounds. Last touched by Dort. It'll be Wesleyan basketball. So Wesleyan will bring it back. With it is Sawyer Schultz, Schultz to Whitler, Whitler, Schultz, Schultz to Zor. Zor guarded by Belis. Zor backing his way in against Camden. Comes back with a left hand over the right shoulder. And Ace Zor has six. Dort trails 36 to 30. Rankin with the basketball. Comes back to Bleeker. Bleeker in between the circles. Bleeker goes back over to Rankin. Rankin. Belis wants to set a ball screen for Rankin. Rankin lobs it up for Belis. Double teamed. Fire it back out Rankin. Ten seconds to shoot. Kopik three. Good. Bryce Kopik with the three. He's got seven. And Dakota Wesleyan will call the timeout. 
Wesleyan uses their first timeout with 18.9 seconds remaining in the first half. This timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Also brought to you by Premier Communication, Northwest Iowa's leading internet provider. By American State Bank, proud supporters of Defender Athletics, American State Bank, member FDIC. By Vision Realty, whether you're looking to buy or want to sell, they'd love to hear from you. By Joiner and Zwart Dentistry, providing the latest in dental technology in a warm, comfortable, and relaxing environment. By Wireless World, your local Verizon authorized retailer, seven locations in Northwest Iowa. Visit them at wirelessworld.com. 17 seconds and counting. Wesleyan basketball likely holding for the final shot. They weave out front. They get it over to Schultz. Schultz at the top of the key. Underneath it goes Zor, five to shoot, and Dort with a foul to give. Josh Baher commits the personal foul. Wesleyan will inbound. So Baher commits the foul. That was a foul Dort had to give. They've got two more to give. Throwing the ball in will be Whitler, right side of the lane as we face the hoop. Pass goes in over the top. With it is Schultz. Schultz drives in, scoops it up with the left hand. No good. And the long shot by Kopik, no good from three-quarter court. And the Dort defenders get a stop to end the first half of play. Our score at the half, Dakota Wesleyan 36, Dort 33. Broadcasting online, this is the Dort Media Network. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with a recap of the first half of action right after this. Today's live stream broadcast is brought to you by American State Bank, proud supporter of Defender Athletics. American State Bank, member FDIC. And brought to you by Wireless World, your local Verizon authorized retailer with seven locations in Northwest Iowa. Visit us at wirelessworld.com. Today's Dort Media Network live stream broadcast is produced by the students of Dort University and sponsored by Sioux Center Health Therapy, partnering with Dort University to provide quality care to all athletes, Sioux Center Health Therapy. And today's live stream broadcast brought to you by Verhoof Automotive. Verhoof Automotive in Sioux Center is your local Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, and Buick dealer. Verhoof Automotive, worth the drive from anywhere. And brought to you by Joiner and Sport Dentistry in Orange City offering dentures, implants, and dental care for your whole family in a modern and friendly atmosphere. And brought to you by Pizza Ranch. Buffet, carry-out, or delivery. Today's Dort Media Network live stream broadcast is produced by the students of Dort University. And brought to you by Pizza Ranch. Buffet, carry-out, or delivery. And by Vision Realty. Whether you're looking to buy or want to sell, we would love to hear from you. Vision Realty. And brought to you by Joiner and Zwart Dentistry in Orange City. Offering dentures, implants, and dental care for your whole family in a modern and friendly atmosphere. Today's broadcast is sponsored by Northside Body Shop. When you expect the very best in the repair of your vehicle, call Northside Body Shop Limited today. Serving the Sioux Center area since 1955. 
36-33. The defenders uh, trailing Dakota Wesleyan at halftime. The Dort defenders led early in this one, 14-7, and then Wesleyan went on an 11-0 run to make it 18-14. And uh, Dort trails at halftime, 36-33. Trailed by as many as six. That was at 34-28. And... Uh, Cut that lead in half, so that was good to see. Also trailed at 36 to 30, so 36-33, our current score. Halftime numbers uh, unofficially at this point. I believe Jackson Lusher leading the way with eight, and uh, you got Bryce Kopic with seven for Dakota Wesleyan. Nine points for Jeffrey Shuck. Let's take another break, and we'll be back with a look at all of the numbers from the first half of play right after this. This Dort Media Network student-produced live stream broadcast is brought to you by Orange City Area Health System and its sports medicine clinic. From serious athletes to weekend warriors, from youth sports to adult fitness fans, trust their team of doctors, orthopedists, and therapists to get you back in the game. And sponsored by Wireless World, your local Verizon authorized retailer with seven locations in Northwest Iowa, Visit us at wirelessworld.com. Today's live stream broadcast is brought to you by American State Bank, proud supporter of Defender Athletics. American State Bank, member FDIC. The National Association of Intercollegiate Athletics is the governing body of small college athletics. The NAIA prides itself on character-driven intercollegiate athletics as it instills its five core values of integrity, respect, responsibility, sportsmanship, and servant leadership in all of its student-athletes. For more information, log on to NAIA.org. We're at halftime, the Dort defenders leading, uh, trailing 36-33. to 33. Yeah, I kind of wish they were leading, but not the case so far. Uh, Dort trailing by as many as six in the first half, trailing by three currently. Uh, the numbers, Dort 12 of 22 from the floor, 55%. Two of five on threes, 40%. Seven of 10 on free throws, 70%. For Dakota Wesley and 15 of 32 from the floor, 47%. 6 of 13 on threes, 46%. And uh, they have not shot a free throw. And uh, that is not out of the norm for Dakota Wesleyan. Wesleyan is averaging uh, right at 10 free throw attempts per game. That's uh, pretty low in this day and age. The defenders led in scoring by Jackson Lushers. 8-7 for Bryce Kopic. Four for Luke Rankin, three for Cade Bleeker, three for Camden Bielis, two for Trey Hynote, five for Caleb Harmson, one for Josh Baher for their total of 33. Four Dakota Wesley and nine for Jeffrey Shuck, seven for Colin Oppold, six for Nick Wickler, six for Mason Larson, six for Ace Zor, two for Sawyer Schultz for their total of 36. Bryce Kopic leads Dort with five rebounds, Camden Bielis at three, Caleb Harmson with two. Colin Oppold with three rebounds. Jeffrey Shuck with two for the Tigers. Schultz and Zor have two rebounds apiece as well. 
Two, uh, three assists for Sawyer Schultz, two each for Larson Shuck, Whitler, and Oppold. For Dort, two assists for Trey Heino, one each for Luke Rankin and Josh Maher. Seven turnovers by the defenders, three turnovers by Dakota Wesleyan. 36-33, let's take another break, and we'll be back with the second half of play and take a look at the conference uh, scores. Right after this, this is Dort Basketball on the Dort Media Network. Here comes Dort coming back the other way and with the three-point basket. And the Dort defenders opening up. Here at Dort, we administer a uniquely Christian athletic program via the Defender Way. The Defender Way is our holistic, intentional approach to Christian athletics. Centered around Romans 12, verse 1, where we acknowledge that our play is how we worship, the Defender Way focuses on four key target areas. One, we are committed to the Great Commission. We are committed to developing student leaders. We are committed to developing the academic potential in each of our student athletes and we are committed to the pursuit of championships. We believe the Defender Way empowers our student athletes to view and access athletics differently. But athletics is a way for them to experience and come to understand what it means to lead, what it means to serve. And uh, those kind of practical experiences have obviously broad application through all of life. And so I, I think athletics is an incredible tool that can be used to shape people in a way that um, is God-honoring. There is an exceptional relationship between the coaching staff at Dort University and the faculty. That stems from the mutual understanding that all parties, all entities, want to see students succeed at Dort. It really pushes you uh, to make sure you're doing your best, make sure your grades are up. And especially in baseball, we had a really good GPA, and I think um, a lot of that has to do with Coach Bacon and the, the defender way throughout Dort, pushing us each and every day. I think being on the dance team has actually made me a better student, and it's pushed me um, just to do well and to push in everything I have. This past year, Dort, the Dort football program was number one in the nation with the highest GPA in the NAIA, so that was kind of really special to be a part of. You know, if you're coming to Dort to play sports, you better be on top of your grades too because that matters just as much, if not more. Well, all the professors and the coaches are awesome here at Dort with that. Um, juggling a sport and academics has definitely been an adjustment, but I think that um, just remembering why you're here first, you're here to get your education. I would say one of the biggest areas of growth we've seen in Levi is the development of his leadership skills. We've seen a very intentional process of teaching and modeling what it means to be a leader in the, in the program, mm -hmm. in the football program. Coaches and administration have created, purposely tried to create ways and opportunities for kids to step up and lead within each of those teams, both from the standpoint of leading on the field, whether it's a captaincy or that kind of perspective, but also leading off the field. I think the, the growth that we've had from a student leadership standpoint and a servant leadership standpoint has been, been pretty high really making connections with their faith and, and their athletic, um, their, their, even their student activities that they do. 
Our football team, we have so much common ground, right? We, we're all striving for the same goals. And in this locker room, on this team, we all serve the same God. We want our student athletes to be able to tangibly see their growth on a spiritual level in our walk with the Lord. In the Defender way is that our culture is in desperate need of hearing a Christian perspective on competition. He's been responsible for the nurturing and the care of people under him and um, he's initiated Bible studies now that I would never have guessed that he would have done that when he's in high school. But he's initiated those with his unity group. Now, this is a place where you can really grow in your faith no matter where you are spiritually. And at the same time, you know, they're not only helping you to grow in your faith and build relationships, but they're also helping you to be, you know, a competitive athlete. I think the most important thing for me is the faith aspect here at Door. I think, I mean, I see it in athletics, I see it in academics, I see it um, with a community, and I think it's just a special thing to be a part of. I mean, everywhere you go, you can have a conversation about your faith. I can't imagine being on a team um, that didn't live the way that the Defender Way calls us out to live. The Defender Way has given me just a new perspective. It kind of gives you like a, a beginning and an end, right? So there's like, God is there in the beginning and God is there in the end. And so no matter what happens on the dance floor, um, He will always love you and He'll always be there and He'll always be the same. For me, I'm thankful to be a part of an of a institution and an athletic department um, where we are striving to do athletics differently. And we're trying to, to um, use athletics as a platform not only for student development, but also for kingdom impact. The Defender Way, uh, it gives all, all of our athletic programs here at Dort the opportunity to, to have a Christ-centered approach. Every person who watches a, a Dort athletic team compete would, would be in the stands and just say, wow, there's just something different about that team. The Defender Way is about um, just like doing athletics for more than just the sport in and of itself. It's um, acting in a Christianly manner, both before the sport, during the sport, after the sport. I would say that really the Defender Way is a call. It's a challenge to be our best. I think the Defender Way is important just to help equip us as athletes and people and as followers of Christ to go out into the world. It's really helped me to realize just how uh, you know, playing sports, striving for excellence in sports, and being a man of faith is so interconnected together. Yeah, and I've seen the Defender Way as uh, an extension of the mission of the organization. And I think what kids learn when they're in the Defender Way and indoor athletics is that something that's worth pursuing, that excellence that's worth pursuing, and being intentional about how we're going to lead and being intentional about honoring God, that's really hard. And as a parent, you know, that's what you want, right? You want your kids to experience things that are difficult. And that's, that's what's going to launch them into life. There's a genuine love for the kids that are part of this program. There's a genuine care on the part of the administration and coaches for the kids that participate in athletics at Dort. We want to win championships. Equally important, though, is um, a consistent, and persistent focus on we want to do it in a way that honors God and respects and loves both our teammates and the, those that we're competing against. You know, this program has really flipped the stereotype of Christian athletes being soft, you know, and that's really something that I've been able to see since I've been here, just how strong, how aggressive, how physical a Christian man can be while still honoring God and being, you know, proficient in your sport.
Second half just about set to begin. Scores from around the league. Men's play. Jamestown leads Mount Marty 31-20. Briarcliff over Midland 42-38 in Fremont. Northwestern leads Morningside 47-45 in Sioux City. And Hank Concordia leads Hastings 42-19. Rebound tapped out. Controlled by the defenders. And Belis goes over to Kopik. Kopik with it. Dort with the basketball. Second half beginning. Dort down three. 36-33. So Wesleyan had the ball to start the second half. Failed to convert on a long three. Bryce Kopik, jumper, left side, missed it, no good on the leaner. Rebound controlled by Wesleyan. Wesleyan with a 36-33 lead. Out front with the basketball is Whitler. Whitler goes right wing. Dump it down low. Back to the basket. Shuck working against Belis. Shuck, hook shot, no good. Rebound Lusher, and we've got a foul called on the rebound against Jeff Shuck, and he's just been whistled for foul number three. Earlier tonight, uh, Dort women victorious, holding off Dakota Wesleyan 67-65. Ashton Verbeek, 26. Bailey Beckman ends with 14 for the defenders. Another key matchup, it was Northwestern losing to Morningside. So Morningside taking a stranglehold on the lead. Shot by by Bleeker out front, missed it too strong. And the rebound is controlled by Wesleyan. Dakota Wesleyan with it on the right side. Down to the baseline, that is Larson. Larson gives it up, left wing, Evers. Tegan Evers working it up, and Evers is fouled on the play. And Tegan Evers will go to the free throw line for the three-point play opportunity. Bryce Kopik has called for the personal foul underneath. It's foul number one called on Kopik. Five-point lead for Wesleyan, looking to match their biggest lead of the ballgame. So Tegan Evers, 64% free throw shooter, makes it. Three-point play for Evers. And the Dort defenders trail at 39-33. Rankin down to the baseline, and Rankin is fouled on the play. Foul goes against Whitler. And for Whitler, that's number two. So Wesleyan with a six-point lead, 39-33. Oh, throwing the ball in is Rankin. Rankin finds Belis. Belis to Kopik. Kopik at the free throw line. Stops. Nothing there. Comes back out front. Rankin with the basketball. Rankin on the left side. Picks up his dribble. Throws it over to Kopik. Kopik underneath Belis. And Belis is blocked at the rim. Here comes Dakota Wesleyan. Wesleyan with the basketball. And driving in and throwing it down is Tegan Evers. Evers with five. And the Dort defenders trail it. 41-33. An eight-point lead for Dakota Wesleyan. So Wesleyan with the slam dunk, the block of a dunk on one end and a slam dunk on the other end. And Wesleyan right now taking an eight-point lead. We have a timeout on the floor. Timeout. Charged. I believe to the Dort defenders. This timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Also brought to you by Cruise and Cruise, PC Public Certified Accountants, 722-3375 offices in Sioux Center and Lamar's, helping you attain your financial goals. It's their commitment. And by Sioux Center Health, partner with Dort University, providing quality care to all athletes. 41-33, Wesleyan in front by eight. Wesleyan's outscored Dort 5-0 to start the second half. Bleeker on the right wing. 
Comes back out front, Rankin. Rankin against Zor. Zor faked into the air. Rankin has to pass it off. Rankin with it out front. Luke with the basketball. Luke fading away from 15. Good. Luke Rankin with a two-point basket. Rankin with six. And the defenders trail 41-35. to Larson with the basketball on the right side. Larson gives it up to Oppold. Oppold back outside. Evers. Evers three. Miss no good. Rebound cleared by Belis. Belis over to Rankin. Rankin tries for the no-look pass. It's deflected out and saved in by Evers. Tegan Evers with the save. Gets it away to Whitler. Whitler with a basketball. Whitler gives it up to Oppold. Oppold down low to Zor. Zor working against Belis. Zor comes back out front. Whitler. Whitler to Zor. Zor. Dort digs down on it, and now we have a travel violation called on Ace Zor. So Zor whistled for the travel violation, the Harrisburg, South Dakota native. And bringing the basketball up will be the defenders and Luke Rankin. Rankin with the basketball. Rankin on the right side, hesitates, still has his dribble, gets it away to Belis. Belis, Kopik, Kopik misses the shot, tried to draw some contact and misses on the lay-in. Here comes Wesleyan and Colin Oppold. It's a six-point lead for Wesleyan. Three minutes and 15 seconds into the second half and throwing it away is Tegan Evers. Evers looking for Oppold. Oppold moving to the basket. Evers thought he was coming back out to the wing and the Dort defenders get the basketball back after the turnover. Lusher inbounds, gets it into Rankin. Rankin across the timeline. Luke with the basketball, setting the offense. He passes left side Bleeker. Bleeker at the top of the key to Belis. Belis, right side. Bleeker floats it up from 10 and gets it, coaxes that one through. Cade Bleeker with five. Defenders trail by four, 41-37. Bleeker averaging nearly 13 points per game. Evers working against Kopik, throws it back out front. Larson, Mason Larson gives it back to Whitler. Whitler caught up in the air, turns it over. Here come the defenders and Kopik. Kopik pulls it three, top of the key, good. Bryce Kopik with 10, and the Dort defenders answer the run by Dakota Wesley with a run of their own. A 7-0 run by the Dort defenders. And Dakota Wesley will use their first timeout of the contest. 15.57 left to go in the second half. This time out brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Also brought to you by Wireless World, your local Verizon authorized retailer. Seven locations in northwest Iowa. Visit them, wirelessworld.com. Verhoof Automotive in Sioux Center, your local Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, and Buick dealer. Verhoof Automotive, worth the drive from anywhere. By Joiner and Zwart Dentistry, providing implants, dentures, and dental care for your whole family in a modern and friendly atmosphere. Vision Realty, whether you're looking to buy or want to sell, they'd love to hear from you. And by Furniture Mart. Furniture, mattresses, flooring, paint, and window treatments at your local Furniture Mart. Family owned and located in downtown Sioux Center. So Dort withstanding the initial run by Dakota Wesleyan here in the second half. Larson into the lane, not looking at the basket. Passes it over to Whitler. Whitler gives it up. Evers, Evers to Zor, Zor against Belis, missed on the spin move, and here come the Dort defenders, Dort with the basketball, Kopik on the right wing, Bryce with the basketball, gives it up, this is Bleeker, 20 to shoot, left side, 
Underneath Rankin, Belis, Belis back to Kopik. Kopik three, can't get it to go. Rebound deflected and picked off by Ace Zor. Zor able to grab it off the deflection. Wesleyan has the basketball. Right side it goes, Evers. Evers goes underneath Zor. Zor facing up on the baseline. Around the horn they go, back over to Larson. Larson to Oppold, Oppold backing his way in against Jackson Lusher. Back it goes to Zor, and Zor is fouled on the play. Camden Bielus whistled for his second personal foul, and Ace Zor will go to the free throw line, and he will shoot two free throws. Zor is a 63% free throw shooter. Comes off of the bench, he's averaging 6.9 points per game. Misses the first one. He's got six points, all of them in the first half. Baher will check in. Checking out is Camden Bielus. Second free throw by Zor. Missed it, no good. Rebound Baher. Baher gets it away to Kopik. Kopik quickly up the floor. Dort wants to improve they want, to they want to get the pace up. Now we've got a whistle, and they're going to say, well, the shot clock never started the way it looked. Cade Bleeker will throw the ball in for the defenders. Gets it into Rankin. Rankin with it out front, 20 to shoot. Luke with the basketball, back over to Cade. Cade will put it on the floor. Off-balance shot, tried to draw contact, and there was no foul. Coming back the other way. Whitler, Whitler with it for Wesleyan. Wesleyan with the basketball. Whitley, Whitler to Evers, Evers, Evers to Larson. Larson back. Three, uh, two-point basket, the leaner by Whitler. He's got eight. That stops the run at seven in a row for the defenders. Left side, Bleeker. Bleeker comes back out front to Lusher. Lusher to Kopik, 20 to shoot. Out front, Lusher. Lusher puts it on the floor, kicks it out. Rankin, Rankin, three ball for the tie. Yes. Luke Rankin, nine points, ties it at 43. It's our first tie since it was 28 all. 14 minutes remaining in this one. Right side, baseline jumper, and getting it is Whitler. Whitler off the pull up. Dort trails 45-43, and Dort trying to press the issue. Quickly up the floor, and they turn it over. Threw it a little bit too long. Lusher unable to track it down. And with the basketball, Wesleyan. Wesleyan throws right side. Comes back out front, Whitler. Whitler, he has a heat check shot. No good. Off balance shot, just seeing if it's going to keep rolling. Instead... Dort with the basketball, down two, 45-43. Lusher back to the basket, 15 feet out on the baseline. Nice spin move by Lusher. Lusher sheds the defense. He's got double figures. Ten points for Jackson. Ian Kopik with ten points apiece, and Rankin has nine. Zor gets it back. Oppold, Oppold, pull up, 15-footer, good. Colin Oppold with nine. And the defenders trail by two again, 47-45. Kopik up the floor, and the defenders trying to press the issue. This Wesleyan team not very deep. Mason Larson whistled for his second personal foul. No free throws for the defenders. Wesleyan, whenever possible, it seems, will try to slow the game down. They get the ball into Bleeker. Bleeker in against Oppold. And Bleeker in close. His shot is good. Cade Bleeker with seven. And we're tied at 47 to 47. 
Back the other way, Evers. Evers able to get on the baseline, got around Baher. He's got seven, does Evers, here in the second half. 49-47, defenders down two. Kopik left side, Rankin. Rankin shakes left, goes right, pull up, left-handed jumper, 10-footer, good. Luke Rankin with 11. We're tied at 49 all. 12-19 and counting, ball game. Right side with the basketball. This is Shuck back into the game. They go down low to Oppold. Oppold faces up against Lusher. Oppold, baseline, tough shot, hits it off the side of the backboard, no good. And the rebound taken away by Rankin. Rankin to Lusher. Lusher with it, and we're going to have a foul called on the play against Josh Baher. Baher trying to snow, basically snowplow a path. And they're going to call him for the personal foul, an offensive foul. Tried to clear out a path for Bryce Kopik. Right idea, just a little too obvious with it. Need to slow up without holding, if you will. Right side, Evers. We're tied 49 all, 11.50 left to go in the game. Dump it down low, Shuck. Shuck against Baher. Shuck back to the basket, dribbles a couple times, now throws it back out to Schultz. Schultz to Shuck, and we've got a foul called before the shot. Foul's going to go on Baher, and for Josh, that's number two, the Albany, Oregon native, freshman. And Camden Belis is going to check into the ballgame. Checking out will be Josh Baher. Wesleyan will inbound the basketball, left side of the lane as we face the hoop. With it out front. Schultz comes back over to Whitler. Whitler in the lane, floats it up, shot no good, rebound deflected, taken away by Rankin. Rankin ahead, it goes to Lusher. Lusher has to track it down in the corner, unable to do so. Well, Dort wants to play on that ragged edge right now, want to get the game up-tempo. That is not how Wesleyan wants to play it, so Dort's willing to press the issue. Unfortunately... Goes a little bit too long. And Dakota Wesleyan has the ball back. We're still deadlocked at 49 to 49. Down underneath, and Colin Oppold with the two point bucket. He's got 11. 51 49 our score. Bleeker goes left side to high note. High note with the ball. High note looking for Harmson. Instead goes to Bleeker. Bleeker underneath to Belis. Belis throws it down. Camden Belis with five, and we're tied at 51 all. Goes to Oppold. Oppold working against Harmson that time. Kick out pass Evers. And Evers with the three-point bucket. He's got 10 in the second half. And the defenders trail 54 to 51. Evers averaging seven points a game. Bleeker looking underneath. Cade with it. Cade comes back over to Trey Hynote. Hynote to Belis. Belis tries to feed the backdoor cut to Hynote and balls taken away by Dakota Wesleyan. Wesleyan with it on the right side. Wesleyan comes back out front. Oppold. Oppold with it. Oppold to Schultz. Schultz in the lane. Kick out pass. Evers. Evers. 
17 feet from the hoop, misses the shot on the step back. And coming away with the basketball, Dort. Rankin on the left elbow, and we've got a reach-in foul called on Jeff Shuck. And Shuck has just picked up his fourth personal foul. So foul number four on him. Dort will inbound the basketball right side of the lane as we face the hoop. So Luke Rankin will trigger it in. And Rankin tries to pass it in, and it's deflected out. And Rankin will inbound the basketball again. 23 on the shot clock, 9.39 on the game clock. With it out front is Hynote. Hynote gives it up. Rankin, Rankin to Belas. Belas hesitates. 10-footer, good. Camden Belas with a two-point basket. He's got seven. Defenders trail by a point, 54-53. to Wesleyan over the basketball, Oppold. Oppold to Larson. Larson dumps it down low for Oppold. Oppold puts it up in traffic. Good. Colin Oppold with 13. And the defenders trail 56-53. to Rankin with it on the elbow. Comes back over to Harmson for the tie. Misses everything. No good. Rebound controlled by Dakota Wesleyan. Wesleyan with it. Whitler. Whitler up the floor. Whitler picks up his dribble. He passes right side. Evers. Evers with it. Dort trying to work through some matchup issues here. Oppold working against Harmson. Oppold puts it up. Short shot. No good. And the rebound controlled by the defenders after the air ball by Oppold. Oppold claiming he was hit on the arm. Rankin comes back over to Harmson. Harmson to Baher. Baher, high note. High note, three left wing for the tie. Yes. Trey Hynote with five points, and we're tied at 56 all. 56 to 56. Sawyer Schultz with it. Schultz comes back over to Evers. Evers, Oppold, Oppold. Three in and out, no good. Rebound Hynote. Hynote to Rankin. Rankin with basketball. Rankin with it on the left wing. Luke has it. And he stops on the elbow, gives it up, Belas. Belas puts it up in traffic, shot no good, but a foul on the play. That's going to go on Whitler. That's number three on him. Dorton, Dakota Wesleyan tied 56-256. Camden Belas fouled in the act of shooting. He'll shoot two. It's team foul number five on the Tigers, so they've got one more foul to give before Dort's in the bonus. First free throw by Belas is good. He's got five in the second half. Gives Dort the lead. And for the defenders, this is their first lead since 24-23. Foul called on the rebound after the missed shot. Josh Baher is going to pick up a cheapie. He's got four. And the defenders with a 57-56 lead. Belas made one of two. He's two for four today, 52% for the season. So, you know, you get to a certain point of the year and the numbers don't lie. Evers puts it up, shot no good. Rebound cleared by Baher, outlet over to Hynote. Hynote with the basketball, 735 and counting. Hynote with it, Harmson, left wing, Kopik. Kopik with the basketball. Bryce. 
Using the dribble out front. Stops, pops, 10-footer, can't get it to go. There's the rebound, though, is Baher. Baher over the putback. Josh Baher with three. Dort leads 59-56. to 7-14 and counting. Oppold, left side Evers. Evers gives it up. Larson, Larson reverses Oppold. Oppold thought about the three and throws it away. Belas comes away with a loose basketball. Belas back over to Kopik. Kopik stops on the right wing. Back to Belas. Spins it over to Hynote. Dort with the basketball and the lead. 59-56. 6.50 left to play in regulation. Kopik thought about the three. Decides against it. 14 to shoot. Bryce takes a dribble. Rhythm three. Missed it. No good. And a rebound called. And that's going to be on Baher. And he's going to be disqualified on fouls. And that is very unfortunate because Josh is being pretty active. He's going to foul out here with 6.40 remaining. And we have a timeout on the floor. Timeout charge to Dakota Wesley, and this timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Today's broadcast also made possible by a grant from and by these sponsors. They include Wireless World, your local Verizon authorized retailer, seven locations in northwest Iowa. Visit them at wirelessworld.com. Around the league, men's play. Jamestown leads Mount Marty by four, 50 to 46. Briarcliff leads Midland, 56 to 48. And Northwestern and Morningside tied, 74 all, 635 left to go in that one. That one's headed towards the 90s. Concordia up by 16 on Hastings, 58 to 42. With 6.40 left to go in this one, Dakota Wesleyan has just used their second timeout with 6.40 left to play. And it'll be Dakota Wesleyan basketball. Dort with 16 fouls, Wesleyan with five, both teams with three timeouts remaining. Dort led in scoring thus far by Luke Rankin with 11 unofficially. Lusher, Kopik, Belis. Belis has 8. Lusher and Kopik have 10. And Dakota Wesley promptly turns it over. Evers dribbles into traffic and gives it up. Not what you want if you're Coach Matt Wilbur after using a timeout. Comes back to Kopik. Kopik, Bleeker. Bleeker, three, right wing, missed it, no good. Rebound cleared by Oppold. Oppold will walk it up the floor, hands it off to Whitler. Whitler will set the offense. Whitler dumps it down low for Zor. Zor, a little bit of separation. He gets away with a little push off. Gets that separation, not completely legal, but it's not called. Dort leads it 59 to 58. Kopik with it, takes it in against Larson, floats it up, gets it to go. And Mason Larson whistled for the personal foul. That's foul number three on him. And Bryce Kopik will go to the free throw line and try to extend the lead. 61-58, Dort with a three-point advantage. Caleb Harmson will check out of the ballgame. Dort with their original starting five on the floor with 5.50 remaining. Free throw on the way for Bryce Kopik. Kopik, an 85% free throw shooter, knocks that one down. 
And the defender lead is 62 to 58. So a four point advantage for the defenders. Left side Shuck, Shuck looking, goes to Evers. Evers right side. Throw it down low, Shuck. Shuck guarded there by Belis. Shuck off balance and Belis. Thought he played it pretty well and Camden is gonna be called for his third personal. And free throws on the way for Jeff Shuck. Shuck will go to the charity stripe. First time there tonight. 67% free throw shooter. First one on the way by the right-hander is good. Senior from Del Rapids, South Dakota. And he's got another one coming, trying to draw Dakota Wesley into within two. Free throw is up, and that one's good as well. 62 to 60. Jeffrey Shuck with 11 points. Five and a half left to go in regulation. Low scoring affair. Magic number, it seems, is for Dakota Wesley in a 60, though. And a foul called. Whitler. Whitler whistled for his fourth. And coach Matt Wilbur up out of his crouch. And, yeah, that's going to have to navigate some foul issues as well. That's foul number four on Whitler. And the first free throw is up and through for Luke Rankin. Another one coming. Trying to extend the lead. Dort by three. Second free throw on the way for the freshman. 72% free throw shooter misses that one. Steal by Lusher, though, on the outlet pass, and the Dort defenders come away with it. Shot clock. Shot clock should be at 30. And now there's a debate at the scores table. And that, uh, yeah, the, uh, the official really doesn't want to hear your opinion when you go over, when the, uh, the clock operator gives an explanation. They just want it reset to 30. Kopik drives in, puts it up, blocked out of bounds by Zor. Ace Zor, big explosive player, 6'5 senior, creates matchup issues. Eight points for him tonight off of the bench. 5.07 remaining. Dort with the basketball. This is Kopik. Kopik step back triple. Missed it. No good. And the rebound is controlled by Wesley. And Dakota Wesley and coming back the other way, Colin Oppold. Oppold with it in between the circles. Oppold goals right side Evers. Evers gives it up underneath Zor. Zor back out front. Shuck for the tie. Missed it. No good. Wesleyan makes 34% of their three-point shots. Dort makes 37 out front, Rankin. Rankin over the basketball. Rankin shakes left. Goes right. Pull up jumper. Good. Luke Rankin with 10 in the second half. 14 for the ball game. Doored up a couple possessions. Now 65 to 60. Shuck with the basketball. Goes to Oppold. Oppold to Whitler. Whitler, Zor. Zor in the lane. He missed it. And a foul called against Cade Bleeker. Oh, beg your pardon. They're going to call that one on Belis. Belis called for his fourth personal. Zor, 0 for 2 on his last trip to the free throw line, makes that one. He's got nine. And cuts into the lead at 65-61 with another free throw coming. 4-16 left to play in regulation. Wesleyan down four. 
And down three as Zor makes both free throws. He's got 10 points in a reserve roll. Dort with a three-point lead, 65-62. to 62. Kopik with a basketball. Bryce with it on the wing. He comes back over to Rankin. Rankin with it. Top of the key, Bleeker. Bleeker dribbles in. Puts it up. Draws contact. Out the hoop, and he is fouled. Cade Bleeker, nine points. Goes to the free throw line. An opportunity to extend the lead for the defenders. It's 67-62 currently with 4-0-1 remaining. In regulation, Bleeker, the junior from Sioux Center. Free throw is up and off the heel, no good. Five-point lead for the defenders. Bleeker missed that free throw attempt. Evers gets free on the backdoor cut, goes over the top of Rankin, and Evers with another two. It's 67-64, Dort by three. Dakota Wesleyan scores quickly. Kopik back to Bleeker. Bleeker with the basketball. Rankin. Rankin gets around his man, puts up the pull-up jumper, kisses it off of the glass oh so softly, and the defenders lead it 69-64. Wesleyan basketball. Evers, they go for a back screen again, and this time Bleeker steps in and takes it away. Heads-up play by Bleeker that time, taking the ball away. Here come the defenders. Dort with a basketball, rank it across the timeline. Dort with three timeouts remaining. They pass it left side to Lusher. 3.05 left to go in the contest. Comes back. They go underneath. Belis. Belis puts it up. Shot is blocked. Rebound Lusher. Seven to shoot. Now five. Rankin, 15-footer. Good. Oh, he is not afraid. 71-64. Dort leading by seven. 2.45 left to go. Wesleyan basketball, Oppold. Oppold with it, backs his way in against Bleeker, kicks it over to Shuck. Shuck, three, good. Jeff Shuck with 14, and the defender lead is 71-67. Two and a half left to go. Dort can take it down to about 2-10 before they need to shoot. Comes back over to Rankin. Rankin over the basketball, gets around his man, lays it up with the left hand, good. Luke Rankin with another two. 73-67, defenders leading. Rankin, he's got it going right now. 20 points for Rankin. Oppold throws it back out. It's taken away by Rankin. He tapped it. Bleeker comes up with it, and Luke Rankin will walk it up the floor. Luke feels like he's back in the Dallas Center Grimes gym. 67-73, Dort by six. With it out front is Rankin. He can take it down near minute 35. He's got it out front. Orchestrating things is the freshman. Goes to Belis. Belis guarded by Zor. Comes over to Bleeker. Nine to shoot. Now eight. They get it back to Rankin. Bleeker. Three. Arcing. In and out. No good. Rebound controlled by Larson. 130 remaining. Here comes Dakota Wesleyan. And Dakota Wesleyan's going to call the timeout. Boy, that one was in and out, no good. Otherwise, Dort's up nine as it is. They're up six. It'll be Wesleyan basketball with 88 seconds left. This timeout is brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Scores look like this around the league. Briarcliff leading Midland 64 to 51. That's got about eight minutes left. Mount Marty and Jamestown, 58-57. Mount Marty in front, 220 left to go in that one. And I'm um, taking a look where that one's being played. That's up at Jamestown. Wow, Jamestown has not had the year I anticipated them having. 
Northwestern trails Morningside 81-78 with one minute to go in regulation. Taking a look at scoring there, Aiden Vanderloos 17 for the Mustangs thus far. Grant DeMolinaire and Alex Van Kalsbeek with 21 and 20 respectively. Van Kalsbeek had four at halftime. Trey Powers has 15 for Morningside. That Mount Marty game, Mount Marty led by Elijah Pappas with 18. Mason Walters has 30 for the Jimmies. Here in this one, Dort leads 73-67. 20-point outburst by Luke Rankin. 16 of them here in the second half. And Dort in the driver's seat by 6, 73-67. Let's see if they can polish this road win off. With it out front, Larson. Larson goes to Shuck. Shuck hit a three moments ago. Goes back to Evers. Evers oppled. Blocked by Lusher. Ball tapped around, and Lusher comes up with a loose basketball. Jackson Lusher with the critical block, challenging the three-point shot. And the defenders get it across the timeline. Kopik and Kopik is fouled from behind by Mason Larson. And the Dort defenders can give themselves some breathing room with free throws on the way. That is foul number five called on Mason Larson. He's disqualified. He did not score in the second half. Had a couple of threes in the first half. Bryce Kopik will shoot two. Should say he'll shoot a one and one. Makes the first, so now he's got two. That's team foul number nine on Wesley, and so the next one's double bonus time. Second free throw by Bryce, up and through Dort by eight. 75-67, Dort leading by eight. We approach the one-minute mark of this one with a basketball at front, Oppold. Oppold throws it to Zor. Zor to Shuck. Shuck with it on the wing. Shuck in the lane, a little hook shot good. Jeff Shuck with a left-handed hook shot. He's got 16. And fouled in the backcourt is Luke Rankin, and he'll shoot two free throws. Colin Oppold whistled for his first personal foul. Sidort looking for the season sweep of the Tigers. 75-69, Dort by a half dozen. So another one on the way. Second one is up, and Rankin shot is good. And the Dort lead is 77-69. So Dort back up by eight. So a three-possession ball game, 46 seconds remaining. With it on the right side, Whitler. Whitler three, no good. Lusher pushed to the ground. Evers three, right wing, missed it, no good. And Ace Zor is going to be called for a foul on the rebound. Jackson Lusher will shoot two, and a little bit of frustration coming out for Ace Zor there. His first foul. So free throw on the way for Lusher. No good. He's got another one coming. Lusher with 10 tonight. 77-69, defenders by eight. Second free throw on the way. That one's up and through, so Lusher tonight. 
three of five from the free throw line, and it certainly appears Dort's going to survive this one. 78-69, 30 seconds remaining, three no good. Rebound Zor. Zor gets it away to Evers. Shot no good. Rebound deflected. Controlled by Wesley in 20 seconds remaining. They go to Zor. Zor layup good. A Zor with the two-point basket. Bleeker with it in the backcourt. And Cade is fouled on the play by Evers. And the Dort lead is 78-71. A seven-point lead. And the Dort defenders likely are going to hang on and win this one. Wesleyan's got two timeouts remaining. And if you listen to me during the women's contest, I do not mind the silence here at the Corn Palace. That usually means good things are happening for the defenders. First free throw is up and good for Bleeker. Bleeker, an 87% free throw shooter. One of two tonight. Trying to salt this one away. 78-71, now 80-71. Nine-point lead for the defenders. 12 seconds and counting. Wesleyan has the basketball. Jeffrey Shuck. Shuck, they speed it back outside. Shot no good, but there for the rebound and the putback is Oppold. Oppold with 15, and the Dort defenders are going to come away with a seven-point win tonight. 80-73 to as Dakota Wesleyan basically concedes at the end. The Dort defenders now 15-7, and 7-6. Seven, seven and six. Dakota Wesleyan slips to 9-12 and 12 and 6-8. and eight. Well, the Dort defenders get a sweep at the Corn Palace. Women win a tight one. Men pull away late. 80-73, to your final. Coming up, we'll check in with our post-game wrap. Right after this, you're listening to the Dort Media Network. Here comes Dort coming back the other way and with the three-point basket. And the Dort defenders opening up. Here at Dort, we administer a uniquely Christian athletic program via the Defender Way. The Defender Way is our holistic, intentional approach to Christian athletics. Centered around Romans 12, verse 1, where we acknowledge that our play is how we worship, the Defender Way focuses on four key target areas. One, we are committed to the Great Commission. We are committed to developing student leaders. We are committed to developing the academic potential in each of our student athletes and we are committed to the pursuit of championships. We believe the Defender Way empowers our student athletes to view and access athletics differently. But athletics is a way for them to experience and come to understand what it means to lead, what it means to serve. And uh, those kind of practical experiences have obviously broad application through all of life. And so I, I think athletics is an incredible tool that can be used to shape people in a way that um, is God-honoring. There is an exceptional relationship between the coaching staff at Dort University and the faculty. That stems from the mutual understanding that all parties, all entities, want to see students succeed at Dort. It really pushes you uh, to make sure you're doing your best, make sure your grades are up. And especially in baseball, we had a really good GPA, and I think um, a lot of that has to do with Coach Bacon and the, the defender way throughout Dort, pushing us each and every day. 
I think being on the dance team has actually made me a better student and it's pushed me um, just to do well and to push in everything I have. This past year, Dor the Dort football program was number one in the nation with the highest GPA in the NAIA, so that was kind of really special to be a part of. You know, if you're coming to Dort to play sports, you better be on top of your grades too, because that matters just as much, if not more. Well, all the professors and the coaches are awesome here at Dort with that. Um, juggling a sport and academics has definitely been an adjustment, but I think that just remembering why you're here first, you're here to get your education. I would say one of the biggest areas of growth we've seen in Levi is the development of his leadership skills. We've seen a very intentional process of teaching and modeling what it means to be a leader in the, in the program, mm -hmm. in the football program. Coaches and administration have created, purposely tried to create ways and opportunities for kids to step up and lead within each of those teams, both from the standpoint of leading on the field, whether it's a captaincy or that kind of perspective, but also leading off the field. I think the, the growth that we've had from a student leadership standpoint and a servant leadership standpoint has been, been pretty high. Really making connections with their faith and, and their athletic, um, their, their, even their student activities that they do. Our football team, we have so much common ground, right? We, we're all striving for the same goals. And in this locker room, on this team, we all serve the same God. We want our student athletes to be able to tangibly see their growth on a spiritual level in their walk with the Lord. The Defender way is that our culture is in desperate need of hearing a Christian perspective on competition. He's been responsible for the nurturing and the care of people under him and um, he's initiated Bible studies now that I would never have guessed that he would have done that when his, in high school. But he's initiated those with his unity group. Now, this is a place where you can really grow in your faith no matter where you are spiritually. And at the same time, you know, they're not only helping you to grow in your faith and build relationships, but they're also helping you to be, you know, a competitive athlete. I think the most important thing for me is the faith aspect here at Door. I think, I mean, I see it in athletics, I see it in academics, I see it um, with the community, and I think it's just a special thing to be a part of. I mean, everywhere you go, you can have a conversation about your faith. I can't imagine being on a team um, that didn't live the way that the Defender Way calls us out to live. The Defender Way has given me just a new perspective. It kind of gives you like a, a beginning and an end, right? So there's like, God is there in the beginning and God is there in the end. And so no matter what happens on the dance floor, um, He will always love you and He'll always be there and He'll always be the same. For me, I'm thankful to be a part of a, of a institution and an athletic department um, where we are striving to do athletics differently and we're trying to, to, to um, use athletics as a platform not only for student development but also for kingdom impact. The Defender Way, uh, it gives all, all of our athletic programs here at Dort the opportunity to, to have a Christ-centered approach. Every person who watches a, a Dort athletic team compete would, would be in the stands and just say, wow, there's just something different about that team. The Defender Way is about um, just like doing athletics for more than just the sport in and of itself. It's um, acting in a Christianly manner, both before the sport, during the sport, after the sport. I would say that really the Defender Way is a call. It's a challenge to be our best. I think the Defender Way is important just to help equip us as athletes and people and as followers of Christ to go out into the world. It's really helped me to realize just how 
uh, you know, playing sports, striving for excellence in sports, and being a man of faith is so interconnected together. Yeah, and I've seen the Defender Way as uh, an extension of the mission of the organization. And I think what kids learn when they're in the Defender Way and indoor athletics is that something that's worth pursuing, that excellence that's worth pursuing, and being intentional about how we're going to lead and being intentional about honoring God, that's really hard. And as a parent, you know, that's what you want, right? You want your kids to experience things that are difficult. And that's, that's what's going to launch them into life. There's a genuine love for the kids that are part of this program. There's a genuine care on the part of the administration and coaches for the kids that participate in athletics at Dort. We want to win championships. Equally important, though, is um, a consistent and persistent focus on we want to do it in a way that honors God and respects and loves both our teammates and the, those that we're competing against. You know, this program has really flipped the stereotype of Christian athletes being soft, you know, and that's really something that I've been able to see since I've been here, just how strong, how aggressive, how physical a Christian man can be while still honoring God and being, you know, proficient in your sport. Back at the Corn Palace where the Dort defenders victorious over the Dakota Wesleyan Tigers this, after, this evening in Great Plains Athletic Conference action. Dort led, uh, trailed 36-33 at halftime, outscored Dakota Wesleyan 47-37 in the second half. And uh, Dort took the lead for good at 57-56. Made a free throw and then extended the lead. And part of extending that lead out was uh, Luke Rankin uh, got going a little bit offensively. Ten late points, 22 for the night. And he takes a seat beside me, the freshman from Grimes, Iowa. And uh, Luke, congratulations. Uh, good road win here this afternoon or this evening for you at the Corn Palace. I would imagine uh, uh, a happy and uh, ready to head back to Sioux Center crew. So congratulations on the win. Thank you very much. It was a fun one. Um, got down early, but you could tell uh, tonight was just a little bit different than the other nights. I think everyone was super locked in, and we knew we had to get this one, and we did. So it was super fun. You got going a little bit offensively in the second half. You score, uh, got some pull-up jumpers, and what, what was the advantage you had that allowed you to get some of those shots off here this evening? Um, yeah, uh, playing with a guy like Bryce, uh, they kind of got to pick and choose a little bit who they want to guard. And they had four bigs most of the game, so um, they were kind of putting me on a big some of the time. And we, we would just run a ball screen, and they, their five would switch, and I felt like that was kind of a matchup I could exploit. Um, but, yeah, Bryce just helped me a lot by kind of taking the other dude. And it's, it's really easy playing with a guy like him who can score and get me easy shots. Now, you don't always look to shoot first. You're a point guard that's uh, looking to pass. When do you – how do you, is it a feel of when you've got to go offensively or what, uh, how do you, dis, I mean, because you definitely shifted your emphasis late in the game tonight, looking to shoot maybe a little quicker than you normally would. How do you, is that a feel? Yeah, I kind of, kind of feel it out uh, in the beginning parts of the game. If, if there's another dude going and I try to get him involved as much as I can, um, I just felt like tonight I had a good matchup uh, to take my guy and I was still trying to get other guys the ball, but. Um, it just happened to be in my hands a lot, and, uh, yeah, I just kind of made it work a little bit. thing that I always ask young players, 
What's the adjustment like going from high school to college? What What do you notice? Um, defensively, it's definitely the biggest issue. Um, offensively, I feel like my pace um, it hasn't changed a whole lot, uh, but defensively, just getting stronger and kind of getting chested up. Um, I would say the other thing is just throughout the course of the season, uh, it kind of wears on you, and I definitely felt that about halfway through. And uh, the break was really good for me, and I'm excited. Um, I feel like I just have a lot more energy, and I'm uh, ready to go now. And uh, I, th I think I'm playing pretty well right now. So. I don't know how many student athletes we are, students we have from Grimes, Iowa, right? <laughs> and uh, Luke, how'd you end up at Dort? Um, just the coaches. You know, it feels like at my high school at least there's about 10 to 15 people that know VH. I'm sure everyone does. But um, so they were big in helping me, helping uh, get on their radar. And from then it was just, they're just so awesome. And they're such, uh, such good coaches and such player coaches. So Still got some work to do. What do we got? Seven games left. And uh, let's see if we can get another road win on Saturday, Luke. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks for coming up. Appreciate you. Thank you. That's Luke Rankin uh, talking about tonight's matchup. And we'll get to Coach Brian Van Haften here. In just a moment, uh, the numbers, and uh, they ran out of ink in the printer tonight, so we'll give them to you off the live stats. Dort, 29 of 54 shooting, 54%. Dakota Wesleyan, 30 of 64 shooting, 47%. Dort, 5 of 16 on threes, 31%. Dakota Wesleyan, 8 of 24 on threes, 33%. Free throws, Dort finally got to the line, 17 of 24 for 71%. Dakota Wesley and 5 of 7 from the line for 71% turnovers. Both teams had 11 rebounds. Looks like a 30-29 advantage for the defenders. Dort got 13 points off of the bench. Dakota Wesleyan had 14 points. And Coach Brian Van Haften takes a seat beside me. And uh, Coach, uh, he stuck with it, uh, kept working. Good things happened in the last uh, six or seven minutes. Felt like the momentum really shifted and your guys took care of business on the road after having to withstand some pretty big momentum shifts and runs by Dakota Wesleyan here this evening. Congratulations. Thank you very much, Mike. I mean, I give my guys a lot of credit. Uh, there are a lot of young guys out there. I'm cognizant all the time. I tell them all the time that I realize this is the first time they go to some places. It's the first time Luke Rankin's been here. First time Trey Hynotes played serious minutes. Um, you know, all of a sudden, you know, Josh Baher was playing in the state tournament in Oregon back in, you know, June 25. And, you know, so there's, I'm cognizant of those things, but I just want to keep challenging them to just keep coming after it and, and, uh, just have an attitude about them. And, and, uh, I thought tonight they, they did a really good job with that attitude and, you know, it led with Luke tonight. Uh, I, I thought he just had a good feel about him out there on the floor. They're switching all ball screens, and so we got our five man on, on a lot of ball screens, and, and it allowed Luke uh, to get loose because they didn't really want to switch a five man onto him. So we took advantage of that a little bit. Um, yeah, it's probably our best version of little buddy basketball is what I talk about with Bryce and Luke. Sometimes we haven't got always gotten to that spot, uh, but tonight we did in the last seven minutes, and uh, Luke and Bryce were pretty good. Bryce had that N one. They're, for, you know, with about seven, eight minutes to go. And then Luke kind of took over for a little bit. But, uh, you know, I just want to give God the glory here tonight. And, you know, he's just, uh, you know, he's, he's just uh, done wonders for our team. Uh, our team is just so together. Our guys are servant leaders to each other. And uh, it's just a, a joy to coach these guys. It truly is. Luke Rankin, uh, 22 points tonight. And my question is, a freshman point guard, how much are you directing from the sideline, and how much are you letting him make decisions 
through the course of a game? I mean, what what's yep. that relationship yep. like? That's a great question. Uh, I have a great relationship with Luke, but right now I'm probably man- manning that uh, call play calls at this moment. Uh, but I do want it to be to a point where he can do that his last uh, two or three years. I think that's something that he is very capable of doing. Uh, I just kind of uh, want to put it, he doesn't know all the stuff that we run all the time. I shouldn't say no, he does now, but he does. he's not as familiar about you know when a good play is the right play. And uh, so I've manned that a little bit now, uh, but in due time, I want this to be his team and him, he and Bryce's team and and be able to to manage it on their own and and uh, but Luke did a wonderful job in our you know middle of the ball, you know middle of the floor ball screen action. Uh, he made some big shots for us tonight. Yeah, my goodness, I didn't realize yeah. he was nine for ten tonight. Yeah, he's great tonight. He really was, and you know he's good. Def- he's always good defensively, and and uh, you know that's that's what's special about him. And he's a leader, Mike. I mean, he he's one of those guys who. Um, just has always been a leader. His dad was his coach, his high school coach. Um, you know, he's just, you know, in a great frame of mind. And, and uh, he's got a great life story. Uh, sometime, uh, you know, people should try to find his life story. He gave, gave his life to Christ when he was a junior in high school. And, you know, he's the only one in his family at that point to do that. And, uh, you know, and, and now I think, uh, you know, everyone's grown a little bit in his family. And, and uh, so it's a great story. And, and uh, we're really lucky to have him. Defensively, Dakota Wesleyan, they want to slow things down. Part of it is you got to play from in front. That forces yeah. them out of that. But I looked over at the sideline with about six or seven minutes left, and I think it was Coach Lindbergh stood up and he, he gave the motion to the guards, let's speed this thing up, let's keep, keep it going. Mm-hmm. Now you had some turnovers, but I did feel from that point on you really were able to put Dakota Wesleyan on their heels. Yeah, I thought so too, Mike. I, that's a good call. I, I thought even though Luke threw the ball over the top of Jackson Lusher's head, I, I looked at Mason Larson who was getting back on defense, and he was taking a couple of deep breaths going, man, i got to get back on defense. And I think you're right. And, uh, man, I'd like to get us to the point where we can do that you know, for 40 minutes instead of the last 20. Uh, but but we're still growing. We're still getting a little bit better as a team. And, and But that's a great uh, – that's a great – uh, viewpoint from you, Mike, and I think I uh, definitely agree with you there. Coach, I will let you go and uh, don't leave without me. That's right. I don't want to spend the night in Mitchell. I won't do that. Okay. Man, I'd hate to have you stay in Mitchell tonight. So <laughs> I, I know you got a big game tomorrow night, Unity and MOC, yeah. so you got to get to that. But. I don't think I made yeah. a lot of friends tonight. Yeah. I don't think anybody's yeah. going to put me on their couch. Yeah, so, that's uh, right. We want to uh, don't leave without me. You got it. Mike, thank you for all you do. All right. That's okay. Coach Brian Van Haften, and uh, let's take a look at the final numbers. Gave you the team totals. Luke Rankin, 9 of 10 shooting, 22 points. Bryce Kopic. 5 for 16, 15 points. Cade Bleeker ends with 11. Jackson Lusher has 11. 8 for Camden Bielus, 5 for Trey Hynote, and Caleb Harmson had 5. Josh Baher had 3. 4 Dakota Wesley and Jeffrey Shuck, 16. Colin Oppold, 15. Tegan Evers and Ace Zora with 12 each. Nick Whitler ends with 10. Mason Larson, 6. Sawyer Schultz had 2. Rebounds, Bryce Kopic with 6. Camden Bielus with 6. Jackson Lusher and Trey Hynote with four each, and Josh Baher had four as well. Three assists for Luke Rankin, two assists each for Cade Bleeker, Jackson Lusher, and Trey Hynote. For Dakota Wesleyan, Colin Oppold had six rebounds, as did Ace Zor, five for Mason Larson. Oppold also with five assists, and uh, Shuck 
had four assists. Around the conference finals, uh, Mount Marty over Jamestown 64-59. to Morningside over Northwestern 83-70. to Midland was trailing Briarcliff. Yep, that one's final now. 80-63. to Briarcliff with the win. Briarcliff 11-2 now. And Midland falls to 5-9. And, and one other final waiting on. And that one's final now as well. Concordia an 82-68 winner. Concordia now 11-4. And that is Hastings falling to 1-12. and 12. Doan was idle this evening. So the conference standings. Um, and it was Morningside over Northwestern, 83-80. And in the shocker of the night, Mount Marty goes on the road, beats Jamestown, 64-59. Uh, to 59. Conference standings, Briarcliff's 11-2. Concordia's 11-4. Northwestern and Morningside are both nine and five. Jamestown is eight and six. Dort is seven and six. Doan is six and seven. Dakota Wesleyan six and eight. Midland is five and nine. Mount Marty is three and twelve. Hastings is one and twelve. Earlier tonight, the Dort women hang on for a sixty-seven and sixty-five win over Dakota Wesleyan. Next up, Saturday, Hastings College, the site of uh, our doubleheader. That will be a two o'clock men's contest. Followed at 3.45 by a women's game on Saturday. That's going to do it for our coaches, Brian Van Haften and Bill Harmson. Also interviewed Janie Sconehoven tonight and Luke Rankin. For the Dort Media Network, I'm Mike Biker. Have a good evening.